0: hello hello welcome to our drop the stamp podcast if it is your first time tuning in welcome and if you've been following the gang for a while welcome back my friend This podcast showcases talented young scientists from different parts of the world who, with their undeniable passion for science, dedicated mindset, diligent work, and exceptional achievements in the STEM fields, are making a lasting impact today for a brighter tomorrow. We also infuse science with the humane aspect of it, showcasing the person beyond the project board. The guests are ISAF, USES, Sias, RSI, and ITEM alumni. You can discover more about that on www.DropTheStamp.com linked in our bio. If you enjoy listening for the episode and think this is worth tuning into, Feel free to share it with others tagging the pod because we love seeing some supportive queens and kings. And now, let's jump right into the episode and discover who is gonna be dropping the stem today. We've had talented young scientists, startups, aspiring pilots, and even opera singers on the pod, but never. A professional dreamer. Let's give a warm welcome to Stefan Taylor. Stefan lectures companies, organizations, and schools about the importance of training their self-leadership Every year, he meets thousands of driven young people who are constantly taking action to follow their dreams, organizing tribe camps in Sweden since 2010. Beyond student entrepreneurship, Stefan drops the mic quite a few times. Let that be the Stockholm International Youth Science Seminar or Helsingborg's Business Week before 1,500 people. He has played in Britain's National floorball team since 2011, where he found a connection between elite sport and mindset. You also discover how Stefan lives out the yes theory principles and says yes to the most unexpected invitations for a ride of a lifetime. Hello Stefan, I'm pumped to welcome you on the pod. <sighs>
1: Thank you so much, Novak Blanka. My heart, mind and body jumps out of your intro there. So uh, yes, I'm so excited to, to talk and share and to discover more life, more with you now in this chat. Excited.
0: Yes, I share the same level of excitement. It's just such a, an amazing thing, a future about you, that you have this element that catches anyone's attention about you right off the bat when you when they read uh, their Instagram bio, for example, that your unique job title is a professional dreamer. We like to dig a little bit deeper in the podcast here. So what ignited you that fire in you to become a professional dreamer?
1: Hmm. Thank you for the question and we will definitely ignite and discover this more because some people are listening right now, I believe is either thinking, wow, that's an amazing title or some are maybe thinking "What the, <laughs> what's happening right now. And I can tell you one story. I was on a dinner in Stockholm here one and a half year ago and I was sitting next to this wonderful lady. She was like 40, 50 years old. And uh, then from a sudden she said, what are you doing for a living? And I said, I'm a professional dreamer. And she looked at me and said, okay, so you're unemployed. (laughs) (laughs) uh, She she looked at me kind of harsh and she was not so happy. and, And I believe, it wakes a lot of things in people when I say professional dreamer, so I like to ask the listeners who are listening right now, what's a vacancy within you or how do you perceive it or how do you see it? Because I think we can learn a lot from that. When When I decided to take professional dreamer, it was a friend of mine who said, Like when I was doing a video I was saying, like, I'm Stefan Taylor, I'm an entrepreneur and he was like, Stefan, you're something more, you're something more and I was like, Yeah, what am I, what am I? And he was like, You're a dreamer, it's like professional dreamer And I was like, Okay, let's go with professional dreamer. So what it what it stands for me, the definition of it, is to let your dreams be bigger than your fears and to let your hopes be bigger than like your losses and your, your 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 defeats because i meet so many so many youths who has given up or like lost their sparkle and i don't think it's anything more beautiful when people grasp that 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 dream or that hope inside of them and keep on going i can't say it's always easy for people i don't say it like that but i do believe it's such power in every human being and uh, to keep dreams uh, bigger than fears is is what i believe is uh, is is essential in uh, yeah as a daily life as a professional dreamer and anyone can be it anyone can tape it in their bio yeah so that's some comments about it
0: That's beautifully said. You know, just as you expanded on the story about that lady, she had this stereotypical parent thinking that you're either a doctor, an engineer, or a failure, or unemployed in that case. And even though I think like more out of the box pathways are on the rise in modern times, working nine to five, just as Dolly Parton sang, is still the seemingly inescapable norm. And of course, we can be, or we are capable to be a lot of things, but it doesn't mean we are necessarily made to be those things. And I'm interested in beforehand, you know, referring to your younger self, um, before heading into the communication sphere, what did you think you would become?
1: Mm. Actually, I thought I was going to become a, uh, how you say it, a fire uh, f- fire car. You know how they call this, the cars, which uh, puts oh, out the fire.
0: Uh, firefighter?
1: Yeah, yeah, firefighter. But I was gonna be the car. was my, uh, was my, was my dream when I was old The fire engine, the fire <laughs> engine. And that's my, that's uh, that was when I was young, and I told my mama, papa, that I wanted to be the fire engine, not the fireman, but the engine. And I, I don't know if I was dreaming as the Mustang but when I was a little bit older, I always loved animals. So I wanted to um, to work as a uh, how do you call it uh, a ve veter- veterinarian. we say it in, uh, in Swedish uh, veterinaria in english yeah so I always loved animals since I was young so, so that was my that was another dream and uh, yeah and then one thing led to another which I didn't plan and uh, today I'm working with something totally different but, yeah I always loved animals
0: Yes, well, an in engine, in, in that term of sense, is true because I referred to you in our previous conversation as a high octane, like not the petrol, but, you know, referring to a fuel of very good quality that gets the engine going. And I think you're literally fueling the passion of so many people um, in this field. You are a professional dreamer at, and among many, you are described as an inexhaustible force communicating on stage. Have you always been that energetic that vivacious and confident before an audience even before a thousand and five hundred people
1: like when I think about my previous I say previous life when I was when I was younger i uh, I have hard sometimes to relate to that, that that actually was me because I was that person who Re- even recorded myself uh, when I was doing presentations and sent it to the, my teacher because I didn't dare to stand in front of my class and speak. And I was the person who always stood behind a cathedral if I got the opportunity because I was I was so frightened about it. So I really had fright stage when I was I was young and I did everything my power to not speak so uh, definitely not and uh, that day when I spoke in front of five 1500 people I actually puked up in the same morning I don't normally tell that information but used to give you and the listeners an understanding of that was a like a broke the mental record of what was possible during that day and it didn't go from zero to hero on a stage with 1500 people but it started of one person believing in me and saying that you are not afraid of 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 standing in front of people. You're afraid of what your people think about you. And when I started to practice and handle and accept that I can't affect what they are doing, but I can affect what I'm delivering, then it started to help me uh, reduce my uh, anxiety and I started to practice it. And I think practice becomes perfect. And the more you repeat it, uh, then uh, the easier it becomes. And often when I meet young people or anyone who is like struggling with something, I often ask them, how much have you been training on this? And it's often very little. So what I did, I started to train and then uh, then, then I master it. So I believe anyone can be a good communicator. You, I've done it and uh, other people can do it as well.
0: That is so powerful because especially there's been this one person who believed in you. And I believe that words can bring life or death into someone's life. And how inspiring to hear that element in your story. And also that you don't succumb to necessarily external factors, but it all starts with self-acceptance. And that you keep telling people that, you know, fear is such a great obstacle. It just keeps us cemented in the mundane while it hides a beautiful future from us. So I think that your message is so powerful and so transformative and um, including the advice you've just shared right now.
1: Thank you, Nolak. Thank you so much. Yeah.
0: And continuing with my analogy, do you have some tricks to fill up the gas tank, you know, before going up on stage, some, some mental strategies or, or anything that you practice?
1: Yes, I often get like the similarity between being nervous and exi- excited. And you are listening right now, you can maybe relate to this. Like when you feel it, really feel excited about something, your body's jumping around and you don't know really what to, where to go or where to hide or where to disappear. And when you're really nervous, it's many similar feelings as well. You don't know where to hide or disappear. And it's like, oh, you can't sit still. It's so much emotions in the body. So what I like to use is to use that emotions in the body to excitement, to feel excited about it, to tell myself I'm excited and that, that this means something. And then I always tell myself, let's have fun. And that is not to focus on, on 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 the delivery, more of the playfulness. Because I believe the big artists and the big uh, athletics, etc., they are focusing a lot of the playfulness and being in the flow, as many people are describing it. And uh, and I believe and I relate to that in my life that when I deliver as best is when I'm in my essence of flow and I'm in joyfulness and playfulness and not in I'm going to deliver and I'm controlling this and I want to have a good 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 result of course i want a good result in the end but by coming to the good result i believe in playfulness and joyfulness and and, and this to to um, to be easy with myself so that is what I, that is what i do with my before with myself i, I focus on the excitement and uh, and that i'm going to have fun
0: exactly and and you're transforming that negative or seemingly negative force into a positive one doing what excites and reminding yourself why you're doing it and i'm just loving the fact that you brought a flow because i don't know if you've heard about it but the term the psychological term flow and the whole process was invented by a hungarian psychologist uh, when you're totally immersed in what you love so there's a bit of heritage from my part
1: (laughs) That's so nice. I didn't know he's from uh, uh, he's from Hungarian, but that's amazing to hear. I'm not I'm not uh, uh I'm not how you say favornan. I'm happy to hear you. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, it's and it's such a powerful concept when you are literally taking it into practice. And I could see you uh, putting those principles of, you know, being excited and uh, being this positive force on stage when I was watching you during the Science 2019 live stream. And I can attest to the fact that you engage the audience, mostly consisting of high school students in a very authentic way. And I know that You know, when we're young, of course, I'm still young and you're still young. But, you know, when in that uh, very fragile state in our lives, when we are transforming into something new, we can be more confused than a chameleon in a bag of Skittles. (laughs) And a lot of us has this something more to life rumbling around in our God, that that tug drawing us in a dacious dream. But really few realize it. And that's why I'm interested to hear from you. What motivates you to promote student entrepreneurship and inspire youngsters to follow their dreams?
1: Mm. It's a good question. And, and many, many times my friend asks me, Stefan, how do you have the energy to help so many people or like engage with so many people, etc.? And, and, and what I believe is that uh, you give what you get and you get what you give like. So uh, the more I give, the more I get like it's it's an endless, uh, endless road of good energy and positivity and and so on. So what I believe in people is like what I believe with people is that if you're feeling sad, help someone. If you're feeling if you're feeling negative, do something positive for someone else like what you focus on that grows. And what I believe in is that we all need to, how we say, look into ourselves and see how we can help help other people. And I think it's the beautiful, nicest thing ever. And I'm super happy when other people can help me and I'm super happy when I can help other people and I'm happy that it became my work. So to answer your question as well is that, is that as I understand you know as well and other, other people is that we, are, we all get different opportunities in life when we are born and we take the three to join join the planet Earth. And some people are blessed and privileged with so many opportunities and some people have more struggles to go out there. And what I believe is to bring uh, equality and to bring knowledge and bring um, like how we say in- intense emotional experiences for people to feel alive because then... Um, then people can't prosper and follow their own dreams. So, so what I what I mean in that is, like, if people are alone and struggling, it's 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 so hard to 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 decide where you're going. And I only say that because I go to my own story. When I was young. I didn't know where I was going, and I want to add on. I still don't know sometimes, and I don't think people need to know. I think you can believe in the present moment as much as possible. But I didn't. I didn't have the tools. I didn't have the contacts. I didn't have the network. I didn't have the the knowledge to to uh, to go on forward. But it was thanks to other people who opened doors for me that I could walk into. Uh, that made me where I am today. I would never ever be here if i if it wouldn't for be for that. so what i my passion is to is to open other doors for other people and and uh, I can't say it's more easier than I think that the that the most beautiful thing in the thing in the world is to is to help one another.
0: I couldn't agree with you more. And it is really true and applies that sharing is multiplication, especially when you're placed in a community and you are talking to students, not as, you know, this very far person who they need to idolize, but you get down to their level and really personify the experience. You've poured into that on the level that you've spent a lot of time with youngsters and... Mm -hmm. A lot of scientists are now identifying different strengths when it comes to Generation Z or even the new Alpha generation. What are some of the main concerns or biggest struggles youngsters face and how do you think, how can we help them to to move past them and don't settle for what they are just simply able to do, but figure out what they were made to to do and do lots of that?
1: Thank you for your question here. And one thing, when, when people get really inspired of me or they say something that like, you inspire me so much and they are maybe super excited after a speech or or they reach out on Instagram, then, then I reply to people and say that the excitement you're feeling right now, it comes from you, not from me you understand what I'm talking mm. like it's not happening in me it's happening in you so that inspiration is inside of that person not inside of me so i think everyone has that fuel of fire inside of us but you, sometimes other people need to open the door and to answer the question regarding people's struggles i see that if you look at the statistics for sweden where i'm living now is that 7 out of 10 young people is um, is uh, having anxiety for the future and I believe that in the future, in the history, uh, lies a lot of anxiety. And in the present moment is where we can live as fullest and as most people tend to put their value in their in their results or in the career or in their work, and I often divide this that I tell people that to divide what they do with who they are, and what I mean with that is that you are not your delivery, you are not your result on your math test, you are not your result on your in your workplace because what happens if you fail with your math test or with you, you get unemployed or, or or something else happens which you're connected to, then when what happens to you then? And so I I like to think that we are all magical as we are. And for some maybe people say it's like, but you can't only you can you cannot only say that we are all magical. But yes, yes, I can because you are listening right now. You are so magical, magical, magic, magical, magical <laughs> as you are. <laughs> By the way, my my dad is from England, uh, my mom is from Sweden. I met in Greece in 1980 and fell in love. So I have a British passport, but I am. Uh, I am the only person I know who was struggling with English and still being an English-Swedish so man. But I, I survive. I survive. <laughs> you from uh,
0: many cultures.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But with with that uh, with that said, yeah, is that um, is that I believe in um, in dividing what you do with who you uh, who you are. Yeah. So uh, that's that's been a key for me, and uh, that is what I'm uh, promoting for other people as well to. Uh, to, uh, to separate that one because many people have a mis- misunderstanding of, uh, of the va- where their value lies.
0: Absolutely. You are hitting the nail on the head because in this high achieving society, our identity a lot of times is attached to our successes. And when things don't go our way, we can become depressed, especially because we're bombarded with so much information on Insta or whatever you are looking at at your feed and they are just showing the highlight reels and you don't see the authentic moments. So I think authenticity is such a missing component that you are bringing back with your presentation and allowing people to be themselves 100% with all the good and with all the flaws.
1: Yes, 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 yes.
0: 2020 has been the 10th summer in a row as well. You did UNG Drive Camps. Could you expand on the mission and why it stands close to your heart?
1: It stands so close to my heart because I was one of these students who did similar things like I am meeting other students now. So it's all about giving back. And what this UNDRIVE Camps is about is that it's summer entrepreneurs. We do a five-day education where we bring top speakers. We educate people all from marketing, sales, entrepreneurship to self-leadership to work with their values to work with like setting goals and dreams for the future and then how they can tackle their current present moment with their self-leadership tools. So this is like a really solid course and a summer work for people to do under the summer. So why it's so close to my heart is because it changed people's lives and it brings people together and i believe it's brings some steps closer to peace on earth and that's maybe big words to say but i believe the peace starts with us bringing people together and uh, yeah that's what i do been doing for 10 years now and it's it's amazing every year and <laughs> we're starting now again
0: mm-hmm. How beautiful. And especially since it's your 10th anniversary and 10th anniversaries are the general monumental benchmark and they're linked with the gemstone, the diamond um, that symbolizes longevity and durability. And I think that dreams can be formed under high pressure, but it's such a beautiful process. So I think it uh, perfectly links with your mission and what you're achieving there. And also the fact that you're exposing them to new experiences. And it's so crucial because this is like fresh grow to the size of their bowl. So they need sometimes a bigger tank, a wider perspective for their lives to realize their ambitions. That's why I'm interested, like what have been some of the examples of projects that stood out to you, how they grew outside of the bowl and realized the bigger dream?
1: Mm-hmm it's been so many stories and people i met along the years but i believe the most beautiful stories are those stories where people they didn't believe in themselves that they barely were able to come to the event and then leave with such higher self-esteem it was this one girl she emailed us one day before the course was going to start and she said i will probably not uh, be part this week, but I can I can come the first day. She came the first day and uh, she had super much anxiety, uh, but she decided she to to stay and her business idea was to spread awareness about mental illness and uh, she started to um, to create products around this and she kept on going even though she was struggling a lot with it. But on the final day uh, she came with only a t-shirt on her and uh, she showed her arms and she said to all of us, this is the first time I show my scars on my arms and it was scars everywhere on her body. And uh, she had been suffering from so much mental illness, but she was so brave of just deciding to show her light out there. And it was such, such touching moment. And uh, and I believe out of that pain people are suffering from, you can create endless changes and opportunities if you dare to like look at the pain i always recommend people who are feeling bad or so to go to psychologists and try to apply to professional help and so Uh, and i also like to think that bring close good people where you can dare to show your light and magic will happen so uh, this was an example of that wonderful wonderful girl who did this
0: Wow, that is incredibly impactful, especially because she just showed such authentic vulnerability. And I think one of the components that makes us humans is that we are willing to show our imperfections and make something beautiful out of, just as you said, that is just a beautiful analogy for also the Japanese art, kintsugi, which takes broken pieces of uh, clay and then puts them, glues them together with using gold. So... Mm. We can we can still make something incredibly precious from our broken pieces. So I love that you mentioned that.
1: Yes, nice no, said, nice no, said, no, I I've
0: Refer to people a lot. So you are a very people centered person. Who has been an inspirational person in your life from whom you've received such a good advice that stuck with you till this day and would like to share it on the podcast?
1: There is this one lady, she's called Lou Rosling. She's seventy-five years old. And she's such a magical, powerful woman beyond words. And what she has teached me is to listen to my intuition and that we have the answers often inside of us. And for many people that can maybe be hard to touch on and to to, to take on. Uh, but for some can maybe be relatable too. But to all, I want to encourage actually to, to go inwards. Often in our lives, we go outwards. We look on the commercials. We look on the social media. We look on our mobile when we go to bed and when we wake up. But I believe as Lou teaches me, is that we have a compass inside of us which gives us answers along the way. So trust that you will get the answers when you need to get the answers and you know what to say when you will have to say it and you know what decisions you will take when you have to take it. And with that said, is to trust that compassion to yourself towards your compass when you're going along life. I love Excel. I love planning. I love analyzing things but I will never let go of my inner compass because I trust that even more than, 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 uh, than other parts. So combining those two, I think that is, that is magic. Like combining the outer science, but also with the inner magic, those two together.
0: A very potent mix, I must say I love your advice because just as you said that you can still be analytical which is highly applicable when it comes to young scientists who make up a, a great percentage of your listeners and we have to be very objective when we present our our views or our hypothesis but we shouldn't lose that spark of madness that that whimsical magic um, just as you refer to and it can be highly Sometimes, you know, depending on personality traits, where you're intuitive, where a more sensory person, but there are still some parts when you cannot exactly pinpoint it, but there's just this deep feeling down in um, in your gut that you have to listen to.
1: I believe so. I believe so. If you take the same road every day to school or to work or so, try another road. You never know what will happen. You never know what will happen.
0: It brings uh, a bit of a discomfort, right? You also embrace that discomfort because saying yes is not just purely a slogan in your case, but a statement you live by, which has been captured on camera as well. So tell me more about the unfolding of that spontaneous trip to the US.
1: Uh, there was another. Uh, there was, and actually talking about taking another road, I was actually supposed to follow Google Maps on my way home this day you are referring to. And uh, But I decided to go another direction, by the way, a metaphorical story now connected to what we're talking to. But anyhow, my gut feeling told me to go another road. If that was because of it or not, I don't know. But anyhow, I walked on the street and I got the craziest question I ever got in my entire life. So it's this, this, uh, this two people came up to me with a camera and they asked... Would you like to swap life with someone in Texas and live someone else's life for three days? If you say yes now, we'll put you in a plane right now and send you to America from Stockholm, Sweden. And I answer them, I'm a professional dreamer and I'm going to America. (laughs) And it... And it turned out that this gang who asked me, it was a YouTube channel called Yes Theory. And they have six million subscribers. And they don't think with Will Smiths and other people and challenging people to seek discomfort. And I did Google them just before I went on the flight, just to understand, is, is this for real or, or, or so? But uh, yes, they asked me on the street and I said yes to uh, to head to head to the US. And uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a life-changing trip in, in, in many, many ways.
0: I can believe that. And I love the fact when Thomas is walking down the street and he is from Sweden, so he's the Swedish origin. And he was telling the audience that, you know, the, the stereotypical thing that you can experience that Swedes are usually introverted and not really ready to take a plunge. And the first person they meet is you, who is the complete opposite of it.
1: And I was, that was actually funny. That was funny.
0: <laughs> that was your first time to the US, right?
1: It was actually my second time to the U.S. I was in U.S. 2015 as well. And I was listening to a public speaker then in an arena with 5,000 people. And then I set up the dream. I want to do a speech in U.S. So that was like 2015 was when my dream was built. I want to do a speech in U.S. And then 2019, I got this opportunity.
0: Wow, that's amazing. And what have been some of your uh, most memorable mu- moments during your U.S. trip? So walking down essentially on memory lane.
1: Well, first was this 2015. and I was in this arena, and I was sitting on the floor. I was 2000. Uh, I was I was uh, I was 24 years old, and I told myself I want to do a speech in U.S. Like I literally set it out, and I was like, I wanna I wanna go out and put my words out there in in, in U.S. one day because I don't know, you know, U.S. It's a big country, etc. I just I just got that dream that one day. And then, uh, and then on this second trip, when they asked me to swap life, they asked me then when I was in Sweden, "What is your dream?" And I asked, I told them, "I have a big dream to do a speech in US." And because of their big contact net with a YouTube channel, in like twenty four hours, they arranged. They could, I could do a speech at Texas Austin University, and it was such, such, such a memorable moment. You can see it in the, in the, in the Fear YouTube episode. If people, if people uh, search it up, it's swapping live for seventy two hours. It's named, and uh, yeah, that was a. Uh, that was a sweet memory.
0: Mm, I believe so. That's a highly recommended video. So I hope that after listening to the podcast episode, they're going to jump right into it and uh, watch the full thing because I think it's just one of the best videos on the Yes Theory channels and one that um, provides such you know bits of inspiration. Oh, okay. Seeking discomfort is a slogan of Yes Theory. So how do you continue seeking discomfort in your day-to-day life?
1: hmm that's a good question yeah i try to come closer to the things that are not similar to myself it can be human beings it can be experiences and it can be uh, knowledge of areas which i'm not so common to so i try to seek what is not known for me to make that normal and then i can make something other normal like for example i'm just referring to one of my good 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 friends today Anna she's 50 years old and half of her life she's been blind and half of her life she's been seeing and in the beginning when we were hanging out I was like I didn't know exactly how to react and so but you know nowadays when me and Anna hangs it's like it's like Anna and for today it's so obvious for me but before when I didn't maybe have a have a friend who was exactly the same as me in that in that sense I didn't really know how to react or so so I believe like go to things and people and areas which is not uh, as similar to you and look around your friendship area does everyone look the same does everyone dress the same does everyone eat the same does everyone fart at the same time i was gonna say no but does everyone does the same 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 thing then you know you need to change something in that sense of if you want to explore new areas of life so i do all from like cold showers or i get to new new people who i don't normally talk to and yeah that's that's my way of seeking seeking discomfort
0: so do you refer to cold showers as jumping right into the ice cold water in sweden or what does that entail
1: yes exactly to jump the ice cold like to open up the ice and then jump in and to get a fresh <laughs> fresh start of the day so that's uh, that's one thing because the entire body says no 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 but um yeah, it's 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 a strong mindset practice as well because I often after doing these things feel that I can do so much more. So uh, yeah that's that's one way of doing it but i also believe to seeking discomfort is to show yourself vulnerable as well which many people has struggles with to put to practice to write a post or to tell a friend or to share a story on instagram something that is your that you're vulnerable about that's a challenge to you listening right now to to actually seek discomfort of doing things you're not you're not used to in sense of vulnerability as well wow that's a difficult word vulnerability (laughs) yeah you know what i mean (laughs)
0: yes exactly and well just referring to your ice cold jumps no wonder why you're vikings so <laughs> hats up to you
1: yes yes yes
0: well you can be a giant not just in the water but on the playing field as well since 2011 you've played in britain's national floorball team where you found a clear link between elite sport leadership and mindset how did you develop a passion for the sport
1: I started to play when i was like six years old old and it was at the schoolyard i got this stick and this floor ball and then i started to play and i was like mama papa i want to play this more so i joined a team and since then i've been hooked and thanks to that, my dad's British, then then I could join the British national team. But could because I couldn't make it to the Swedish one, so I was happy to join the Britain's one because they are not as good national team as the as the Swedes. We actually played against Hungarian national team, and I was in I was in uh, I was in Budapest and Budapest and played between Great Britain and Hungary. And yeah, Hungary beat us. It was a tough game actually. They were so strong guys, <laughs> but it was a good game. Uh, it was a good run, so I really enjoyed it in Budapest and, and Hungary. What a wonderful country and place, and it was a really nice team to play against as well. So, uh, yeah, no, but um, I love I love sports in that sense, and also to push the limits when it comes to, to, to playing a team and also on an individual level.
0: No way, it just feeds my Hungarian pride, and I'm just overjoyed that you've had a blast in Hungary.
1: And that we lost as well. That's, uh...
0: <laughs> How much time could you spend in Hungary?
1: uh we were there like for 3 days so it was quite short trip but uh i did get to experience uh, some spa in uh, Hungary the big one i forgot the name now but which was it was really big spa uh, outdoor which was really nice and um, then uh, we had some local food as well, which was delicious. So yeah, it was, and met so many friendly local people as well. So it was a, it was a great trip and then played floorball as well. So yeah, it was intense, but wonderful.
0: Well, I think you've made the best out of your journey or the most out of this journey because Turkish Bath, and I think you refer to Seycemi, Turkish bath near the Hero Square, that giant yellow building where you have Yes, exactly. It's it's a top recommend, and it's it's one of the best experiences you can get out of Budapest. So I hope you ticked that out or crossed it out of your your bucket list. You've mentioned mindset and some strategies that you're able to implement in sport, and now I'm wondering how can one score on life's playing field?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. I like I like the for, for formula on that one and. And I and I believe it comes down to passion. How we say, when I play floorball, I'm in the flow. I, 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 I don't see it as work. When I work with uh, my projects, my summer programs, I don't see it as work. I see it as I'm flowing. Uh, when I do public speaking, I don't see it as a work. I see it, see it as flowing. I could do it for free. Like now it's my work, so I do get paid for it. But I could, I think it's so fun, so I could do it for free. And I believe that's how we can score on the life's playing field as to love your work so much that you could do it for free but then money and uh, money will come as well that will come along like i've been never focusing on money but the more uh, older i get and we haven't been talking money in this this podcast now is that the older i get and the more i love what i'm doing the more money i'm earning as well so but i never focus on the money but the money has always been coming uh, the more i've been focusing and loving what i've been doing so uh so that is that is i believe how you can score on the playing field to be in your passion to be in your 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 flow and it's not always easy and people can say how do i find this and i would say try as much things as possible go and work for free a half day at some place go and have a lunch with a mentor who inspires you go on youtube and explore different areas because you can never just sit at home and wait for it to happen uh what i believe i believe it happens when you go out there and then if you come to a problem that you have a problem leaving house or you're struggling and you have you have like strong procrastination then you can ask yourself what do you need maybe a dream buddy who gets you out of that feeling and then you can go further down the Further down the staircase as well. What I believe is to 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 find your passion. So so yeah, what makes your heart sing.
0: That is incredibly beautifully put. Um, just as you refer to when you are following your passion, just like in chemical reactions, money is going to be a natural byproduct, but not the main ingredient or not the main product that you are striving for. And um, that's how you can create that essential flow. And also putting yourself into experiences that don't scar you, but shape you. And I've been reminding of discomfort and, and you've been um, alluding to that a lot of times. Well, second time I went to the U.S., it was a national championship or international championship in Phoenix. And imagine that I was left alone. I had no team member in that year. And I was forced to meet just as many people as I could possibly can because I wanted to make the best out of even though that I didn't have any team members on that time and you know even though it scared me in the beginning it was one of the most rewarding experiences so i can attest to what you've been expanding on wholeheartedly
1: mm-hmm. thanks for sharing
0: podcast we also love to ask the if questions so trying to create some hypothetical scenarios and the first one if you were a czar of legislation or we can say an omnipotent caesar what would you change about our society, and why?
1: I love this question, and I think more of us shall think about it because I think we all have the possibility to rewrite the life we're living. And, and if I would have the opportunity, I would like to um, to put the legalization for opportunities for everyone because everyone doesn't have an opportunity right now. And and I believe uh, opportunities for everyone, depending your regardless your country your age your upbringing your parents your non non non-present parents like to bring opportunities to everyone because some people get it easier in life and some people get it more struggling and i believe that we all need to help each other out to bring these opportunities on the table and the opportunities can be all from getting food on the table to get a, a academic uh like academic degrees or to have a work or to have friends like some people struggle so hard with friends like it's like some people who like don't see the problems i believe often it's very privileged and don't see beyond their 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 area of how they are living Uh, but i believe opportunities for everyone is 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 what i'm voting for Hmm.
0: Essentially bursting the bubble and demolishing obstacles and breaking down borders that essentially separate us and and create even more connections by uh, moving out these obstacles outside of the occasion. Nice
1: put, nice put.
0: Yeah, you you would get my vote. (laughs) So if you were really a star of legislation, Stefan.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate it.
0: And the next question: If you could have dinner with anyone living today or in the past, so the possibilities are endless. We cannot travel to the future, but um, who would you invite and why?
1: Hmm, I would love to uh, learn more about Novak Blanka, a epic person who is in Hungary right now. So that's. uh, That's one person. Thank you. (laughs) Another person is actually my grandpa, who I never got to meet in real life. He passed away because of alcoholism before I was born, which I think is very sad. But I heard so much positive about him. And I would like to know my story more by getting to know him. So that's another poor person used because I think our our answers in our own life often lies in our history as well. We can go to our parents or or up up as well, and then to see why am I as I am today because of our social setting. So that's a personal one, but then I would love to. Uh, Yeah, I would love to speak with a woman called Astrid Lindgren. If someone is from like Sweden or so, they they will know about her. And and she was a true rock star in Sweden and breaking the norms of, you know, to live life and take down the patriarchy and take down men who is like trying to rule the world. And she was such an inspiration of like living life and writing uh, child stories in, in, in books, etc. And she was also a big fighter for the animals that we shall be nice and kind to the animals because it's happening so many bad things at factories and so on. So I think she's one of the strongest human beings I've ever seen on planet Earth. And she's her name is Astrid Lindgren. So uh, I would love to talk to her.
0: Mm, I can imagine that. And first of all, I'm really sorry about your loss on that personal illusion in your expansion and after corona i'm totally in support of that dinner party we'll be hosting but i really love your answer how it uh, connected to so many levels especially referring to such a powerful swedish figure such as astrid i'm interested to hear now that what would be a central question that you would want to answer her or that you want to get an answer for from her
1: yeah but I would love to answer like out of her work and her mission and her life if she connect- if she connects that dots with the current situation we are right now, what kind of what do we need what kind of courage and what do you want to say to the people because she was a people mover she moved people in emotions and those kind of people you who are listening right now you have the same ability to move people by emotions by words by knowledge by information and she was one of those person who stood on the barricades in the front and saying like we need to stop this or we need to change this and i would love i would love to hear her input on what are the steps we need to take now because if 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 not you who if not now when that's a that's a question you can ask yourself like when it comes to changes are you expecting someone else to do it, and who is that person and are you waiting for someone else to do it and when is that going to happen then so I think we all need to get the uh, urgency to feel that we need to make this change because first of all it will make us a more meaningful life and second of all it will make a better world for other people, and uh, yeah, more focus on giving than taking and you know many many people who. Come home either to the parents. So if it's parents listening, to have their kids coming home, people maybe say, "What have you done today? What have you learned today?" What I want people to ask is, "What did you do for others today?" Yeah. To start to focusing on what you can, you what have you done to others, what you give to others, instead of focusing, "What have you learned? What have you done?" It's like you, 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 but I want to focus it on we, 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 and to give more than you take so um uh, but i understand already that your listeners they are only givers not takers so that's that's easy pc but it's for, it's for the rest it's for the rest
0: nothing more than dropping the mic here <laughs> some some very crucial truth bombs and um i love the acronym that you've also shown on your insta page standing for team could you expand on that because i think it just clearly makes a link to what you've been expanding on
1: Yes, team stands for together everyone achieves more t e a m and i th- that's what i that's how I perceive life and now when you're asking me that's how i that's how I believe in success by team, not focusing on the individual like being alone is not strong, and in the word alone it's all one a l o n e alone all one so imagine that we're all one team, you're never alone kaboom yeah. <laughs>
0: it? I should insert a sound here. It just totally makes sense Um, and what you said about team effort I was just learning about in biochemistry class about making butter and uh, it's a process of those entirely tiny lipid droplets coming together and forming this very stable mix of butter that is just creamy but it starts from those individual pieces coming together and forming something more stable and we shouldn't be so much apart and so much living in our bubble but but connecting with other people uh which is your essence of embracing life to the fullest and now we're gonna be heading into the this or that game so i guess you probably heard about it you gotta choose either or
1: Mm, interesting i'm ready i'm ready
0: all right buckle up (laughs) the first one is scuba diving or skydiving
1: Oh, scuba diving, scuba diving. I would love to say skydiving, but uh, I'm still frightened. Amar from the Yes Fury has challenged me, but I, I said no.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're going to be calling us. Uh, Stefan, there is another challenge for you.
1: <laughs> Lisa, too. I so too.
0: <laughs> yes. And I guess your love for animals is solely expressed here with scuba diving and just taking in all the marine beauty under under the surface.
1: Yes, yes, yes. All the beautiful creatures.
0: And the second one is a bit of a Swedish gastronomy related. So pickled herring or skötbülaj, um, Swedish meatballs.
1: Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I would definitely go for Swedish meatballs, but the vegans one. But I love Swedish meatballs. In uh, Yeah, it's so delicious here. And with some nice sauce and potatoes, and we call it silt as well. It's the sauce. It's like all this combined together. It's make you uh, on a new universal level, Swedish meatballs.
0: <laughs> that's your superfood.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's what, uh, that's what gives us fuel here in Sweden. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what do you use to make uh, vegan Swedish meatballs? Chickpeas or is there a secret ingredient that you put in there?
1: yeah it's secret ingredient and you have to send us uh, money to tell you <laughs> no who's kidding no it's uh it's yeah. made out of soy and uh, i often i often buy it like how you say either in restaurants or in the uh, in the uh market i don't make them myself often i i'm more right now in life i'm more spoiled of buying a lot of food and cooking it but uh, but you can do it of chickpeas as well i believe and also uh, also of soy uh, soy minced and and, and roll it and then take the, the the flavor as well to add to it
0: I see. They can make the magic work as well. Yes, yes. And the third one is talk to animals or speak every language.
1: Wow, I would say talk to animals. Talk to animals.
0: Is there a specific species that, you know, you want to share a conversation with?
1: Oh birds, birds, birds who fly around the world and see everything and yeah, they can be they can be the messengers then tell me what's happening in Hungary and around the world.
0: Yes, I've seen eagles in your Instagram bio. So would you say an eagle is your spirit animal that it just encapsulates your soul because of being able to soar a new high?
1: I I would say that then, yeah. I often say if you want to fly like an eagle, you can't be surrounded by turkeys. And that's because turkeys can't fly. Or else, why I love turkeys as well, but fly with eagles. It would be definitely speaking to the eagles for sure. Good question.
0: I I love it. And then the next one is ocean waves or rain sounds?
1: Ooh, good one both ocean waves ocean waves uh, yes but both are nice but ocean waves
0: i guess you got uh, quite a quite bit of that in venice beach
1: <laughs> i did it quite a lot in uh, venice beach yeah and uh yeah
0: and the last one is have life rewind button or have life pause button so freezing the memory or staying in the moment
1: oh <laughs> Good question. sometimes I like to think that pause it and then to keep it and look at it and so but it's a, it's a good question. But I like yeah, but I like uh, I like to collect memories, but I believe in most being in the present moment. But I like to look back at this and I think it's nice that this part can be saved because then I can go back to it in a year or two as well and and relive what's happening right now. So I like the both words. I like to be in present but also have it, have, it, have it saved.
0: I guess the preciousness of memories lies in its fragility, but it would be still nice to just um, have it in an album and then refer it back to them or live it again if you have the ability. And the last question that just really encapsulates all the things we've been talking about and um, I usually ask in a scientific meaning, but I think that your persona encapsulates so much more, so that's why it's phrased in the following way What does innovation mean to you?
1: Innovation for me is to um, mark down your life and see how your life is, and then explore and find areas which is not in this area right now, and that's referring to what we talked about before as well in seeking discomfort and so on and and really discovering what you're not doing right now because if you're doing the same thing all around then I wouldn't call that innovative and I wouldn't call that innovation because innovation is when you combine different areas and different areas is different culture different people different everything so um, bring the world together at, as one
0: well and other move of dropping the mic and sharing the lots of bits of wisdom with the audience, and you know, Stefan, I just feel that you fully engage life and and the people around you with love and honesty, but not in a self-absorbent way. But but you are you are not necessarily you know a star in the sense that wants to see himself rise to the top, but essentially a leader that wants to see those around him rise to the top, and that um, makes your whole message and what you are even more inspirational to others to see. And um, thank you for inspiring me in this episode as well and um, being on the pod today.
1: Thank you for amazing questions and digging deep into details. And and, uh, yeah, you're amazing. And I'm blessed to have you as my friend and I'm happy to follow your adventure and also people listening right now, shout out or reach out on Instagram if it is anything. And uh, yeah, lots of love to all of you.
0: It's a blessing to call you my friend as well. Thank you, Stefan, again.
1: Jay, thank you, my friend.
0: Hope you enjoyed today's episode. The podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and more. If you want to show your support and be updated on all the news, make sure to hit that subscribe button, leave a review, which would ultimately help the algorithm to bring the message to even more people and inspire many. Follow the pod on Instagram and Facebook as well. As always, Thank you for taking a few moments of science with us and stay tuned for the next episode.